This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're in the uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Uh, Don't forget, uh, we're in L.A. this week. Thursday and Friday, Carver High has been in full calisthenic mode, getting ready for another road trip with Uncle Futrelli. We're going to la 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 Lipstick City to Staples Center for the Welterweight Championship of the World. Spence and Porter Saturday on Fox Pay-Per-View. Call your cable operator. It's also available on the Fox Sports app. 855-212-4CBS is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico like Carver High did. You just go in there and uh, you go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Pharrellonabench.com, always striving to be the best, always improving, giving you more and making you more cash flow, son. Pharrellonabench.com, the best site is getting even better. Where do you see what we're doing to it in October? You're going to freak. It's just going to be kick-ass. Better picks, better choices, best price, every sport, every day. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Do you hear the fans calling the show? They all say the same thing. Pharrell, thanks for making me so much cash. Boom. It's that simple. Uh, so there you go. I know Carver High is excited about going to L.A. One thing, Carver High, uh, Tracy, our good friend, she said uh, they went there today. They're already there. They're in-house already in uh, downtown Los Angeles. So they went out there already, and uh, we'll be there Thursday and Friday broadcasting. So Thursday we're doing it from the ballroom at the uh, Intercontinental, and then Friday we have absolutely no clue where we're doing it. I just told you I hope that we can set it up in my room. Maybe we can just sit in there and watch college football and do the show. They've got, like, some, like, rooftop bar in the place. Just Whoa. Put them up there. Whoa. Wait, what if it's raining? It would be way too loud for that joint. I mean, it looks like like a fancy schmancy type of joint. Really? No yeah. TV. So he know. looked on Friday for me, and he said he didn't see a pool at that place. I, don't, I didn't see one either. Can you imagine? How do you not have a pool in Los Angeles? I mean, it's, you know. It's a high-end five-star place. How do you not have a pool? I mean, honestly. I've never, I've never seen that before. I go to the, I go to dumps, and they have pools. Actually, I've never really actually stayed in a dump. I guess I have stayed in a dump, but that was just to do uh, drugs. Wait, are we on the air? Check one, two, check, check, check one, two, Summerfest. (laughs) Carver High going inside with the cheese. He just gave me something off air that is unairable. That was a good one. You're right about that. Boy, did you hit that nail on the head. Never mind. I'll just move right along. Can I just say one thing really quick? Uh, my surprise team right now in the NFL so far is the Lions. I actually think they should be 3-0. and They blew that first game. 
Remember against Arizona, they were kicking their ass and then laid down and, and thought they'd, you know, do selfies on the sideline. You know, sideline selfie time when everybody's partying and they forget they got a football game to finish. Like the Patriots yesterday, right? They they started having a problem, so they, you know, put Brady back in there. They don't mess around, right? But uh, the, the Lions messed around that first week with Arizona. But they have looked really good to me, right? And then to beat Philly in Philly, does that not make a statement for you, Carver High? No, it does. And Lions were one of those teams in the preseason where I really was going back and forth and playing there over. I think it was either at six and a half or seven, and I really wanted to because I like a lot of guys on this team. And uh, I'm obviously surprised that they went into Philly and won, but I think they got some good players on that team. Uh, and they, like you, like right you said, now, they completely be, blew that game in Arizona. Right, not that it means anything, but right now they'd be a playoff team. Yeah, and one of the things that they're going to have, and you would, of course, would rather have that tie be a win. That tie that you had right. in Arizona in week one, right? you wanted it to be a win, but sometimes... It wasn't a loss. When you get to the end of the year, and there's tiebreakers and things like that, and you've got that tie sticking in there, you know, sometimes... It could help them. You know, listen, if, if there's a bunch of teams 10-6, and six, and you're 10-5-1... and one, you know, that's going to help you. Now, it can hurt you the other way as well, but that's something that can help you in that scenario. Uh, am I wrong in saying he didn't get sacked yesterday, Stafford? I think he played that whole game without getting sacked. I'm not 100% sure. Well, look, I mean, that's a, a, a huge difference. You know, if that guy is, you know, upright and he's, you know, not getting nailed and getting battered, I think it's a huge difference for uh, the Lions and, uh, you know, I don't think anyone saw it coming that they would, uh, you know, literally be a, a good football team. But, you know, in my view, when I saw him playing yesterday, I was blown away. I Now, um, I bet on the Lions uh, yesterday and covered. And uh, I think uh, I just want to see his numbers just to make sure because I don't think he got – he did not get sacked. 18-32 for 201 and six-yard average with one TD. That's pedestrian numbers for him. 200 yards is a bad day. But not when you don't get sacked. And not when you got, uh, you know, guys like Marvin Jones having a big day with a touchdown and 101 yards. And, you know, uh, there were guys making big catches. Logan Thomas, Jesse James, uh, Nick Bowden, uh, Bowden. They all made plays. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, the defense was looking good to me. Trey Flowers, uh, Quandre Diggs, they all played well. I think that's a surprise team. Right now, I'm willing to say, because I've always made fun of them, and I've always said they're terrible, and I don't want to watch them on Thanksgiving. If they keep playing this way for the next few weeks, I'll watch them on Thanksgiving, and I w I'll stop making fun of them. I'm rooting for the Lions now. The front seven has done a very good job getting pressure and getting in the backfield and making it hard for the opposing QB to really – get time to set up and, and find his receivers that he wants to get. You guys still haven't told me, really, in essence, what you think. I mean, you did at the beginning what you thought of Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. I thought the kid played great. He played great in the preseason. I thought he played even better yesterday. I thought he was wildly consistent, and I thought he was smart, and uh, he was under pressure and everything else, and he never got rattled. And I thought when he saw that uh, Moses play where he went right up the middle and scored the touchdown to win the game and the splitting of the seas, right, the guy was literally smart enough to take off running. He looked fast and young and athletic there. And uh, I couldn't even believe the guy Gay missed the field goal. I mean, 
He had to hit four for four on the day, and it was literally like a 35-yarder, right? And he shanked that thing off to the right. I couldn't even believe it. Uh, I had the Giants in six and a half, so I hit the spread. I thought, uh, I literally thought, uh, you know, how do you miss that field goal? Uh, it really is embarrassing. It is truly now two years in a row of this, maybe longer, that we've seen. This has become a major issue in the NFL, kicking and extra points and just field goals. Field goals, extra points now have become an absolute, it's like, um, it's a whole new world now. It's not like, do you remember back in the day the extra point was automatic? It was like they never missed. And then now it's just Automatic every week we see multiple misses, multiple. And then the field goals themselves are shanked left and right. I mean, literally left and right. So now I've always said to you, if you don't have a good kicker in the NFL, you're not winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) You're not because you have to win games at the end with a kicker. You just have to at least three or four times, in my opinion. You're going to see a million games this year that come down to field goals. And just like yesterday. And, um... You know, we see it every week, a big kick to win a game, and, and they miss them, and it's it's unbelievable. Nothing's automatic anymore. Well, first of all, I have to correct information I gave you on Friday because even though the general intercontinental site for, like, all the hotels – Oh, they do have a pool? Didn't have one. If you go to the specific site for L.A.'s downtown, they do have a pool. So, oh, so rooftop, they... uh, like a rooftop pool on, like, the eighth floor or something like that. Oh, they do have a pool. They do have a pool. Carver, get your swimsuit out, son. It's time to hit the hot tub. You know how we are when we get near that hot tub. Now, what are you saying about the kicking of Daniel Jones? I mean, it is incredible because obviously it was automatic back in the day when they're kicking it from like the 10-yard line. Of course, you're not missing that. When they did this whole moving it back to really make you try to decide it more, even the first couple of years of that, like there were some that would miss a few because they weren't used to it. But even then, it was basically automatic for anyone who was worth you know anything as a kicker. It's just these guys that were like on the fringe on like the crappy teams that weren't established that might miss one or two. But even then, it was like 97, 98% that these guys were still hitting it. Now, all of a sudden, it's a crapshoot every time they come out there for it. It's amazing how bad because that guy, Gay, didn't just miss that field goal at the end. He also missed an extra point. So he could have been tied and that for the win and not have to worry about right. losing the game because of that. All over the league, you've seen, uh, you know, Pinero for the Bears kicked the one last week that they got all excited about because of what happened last year in the playoffs. And this week, he misses one. The Jets had their problems with that Vedvik guy. Like, all around the league, there have been so many guys. You know, Vinatieri, who's a Hall of Famer, had a bunch of kicks missed. So, it just does not fail everywhere on the league. I think Vinatieri's old now. And he's old and washed. That's just, why he's missing it, it, That's right. It's over. It's the beginning of the end, and he has to realize now, why is he missing Because it's over. He's no longer, uh, you know, a spring chicken. That's why it sounded like he was going to hang it up, and then for some reason they convinced him to stay, probably because no one else could kick around the league. Well, but he's actually, you know, making – he he rebounded from those misses and and kicked well yesterday, right? But I think that for the most part, uh, when when they start to go and age and and it's noticeable, it's, it's you know, it's time because it's obviously time for him. If you ask me, it's time. It's time for him. This is the last year. He's got to he's got to uh, call it a day. Yeah, and, he's, great. and he's going into the Hall of Fame. Here's a question for you: The Chargers lose at home, blew that game. They were up big at half, seventeen seven, right, or something like that. And so, uh, and they got outscored what twenty to three in the second half. And they had the ball last; they had a chance, but uh, you know they couldn't. You know he just kept getting in trouble. How about the guy takes the holding on third down and makes it a you know fourth and twenty? So that was the game right there. The holding call on the rookie cost him the game, if you ask me. Not just one play, but that play cost him the game. It was like, okay, we're third and 
uh, seven or something like that. Next thing you know, it's third and 20 or something, uh, whatever it was. And all I know is that they're playing the Dolphins this week in Miami, right? Do you even think they can beat the Dolphins by 17 points? I don't even know if they can beat anybody. Yes, they can. But So they'll beat the Dolphins by 17? Yeah, everybody will cover against the Dolphins this year. <laughs> Everyone. They should have covered, against, they cover game, covered against Dallas yesterday. When really good teams play the Dolphins, they're going to cover. Yeah, but I don't think the Chargers are a really good team. They came in with all this hype this year. They can maybe compete for the AFC to get into the Super Bowl. They have not looked good those first three games. I have not been impressed with what their offense has done. And what about, um, you know uh, – they did this last year, too, by the way. They started right. slow in September. And then got and they, hot. Were, they were awful at home, and then they ran off like seven, eight, nine wins in a row. Chargers, I think, will be okay. All right. I can see Miami covering. Rosen didn't look bad in that first half. Can you believe he got hurt? Just figures. Just everything has to go wrong. I mean, that guy has literally no luck whatsoever. Big win for Bridgewater in Seattle. I still think the Seahawks, uh, I didn't think they looked good yesterday. You know, fourth quarter, they got some garbage points. But I did not I did not think they looked good yesterday. See, the Saints look good. But I still think Seattle's a good football team. I think they have a, you know, a really good quarterback. And I think they got a, a fairly solid defense. So, um, again, now people can say whatever they want about uh, the Rams. They won the game. And the Browns uh, are now 1-2 and 0-2 and and at home. And, uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens is very angry. He's yelling at the media and everything else. But he's the one, you know, he's the one making the calls. He's the one. And now he's saying today he's, he's going to keep calling every play. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the, the stubbornness of it all. Like, sometimes you just have to look in the, uh, you know, in your meetings or in the mirror and say, listen, my play calling sucks. And this is costing us games, and maybe we should do something different. But they're not going to do anything different right now. There's a lot of people saying that uh, May- Mayfield's overrated. Rex Ryan was saying it. A lot of people are saying he has uh, he's scared in the pocket. I I really don't believe uh, Baker Mayfield's scared of anything. To be honest with you, I just and I think that one of their problems is for me is uh, is that you're you know first and goal from the four, you don't throw the ball to Beckham. I mean, what are you doing? And uh, everyone else said, why didn't you run the ball? To me, it's why don't you give Beckham the ball? I mean, how do you not use Beckham and Landry to win a game? Like, you have to give them the ball, in my opinion, on all four of those downs. I, no matter what, <laughs> just got to give it to them. No matter, instead, they throw to hacks and, and nobodies. And that, I think, was their problem. Brad in Alabama. Brad. Burrell. Hey, buddy. Let's go ahead and start this thing off with a shagadoo. Oh, shagadoo. <laughs> shagadoo. I also would like a shot of Jameson. Get him a little J-Mo, a little glass of J-Mo, a little three-finger J-Mo. Shagadoo. Mm. There you go. All right, so I know we're changing gears a little bit here for real. Right. But I got a question for you. Right. Let's say Cal, the lone undefeated team in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. goes undefeated. And another Power Five conference has one loss, at least one of them. Does Cal make that college football playoff? Uh, There would certainly be room for argument that they would deserve to be there. And I think it would be very good for college football to let them be in it if they ran the tables and went undefeated instead of letting the same teams into the playoff every year, including one-loss teams. I I would have no problem putting Cal in the playoff if they won the whole thing. It's going to depend on who the one loss team is. And obviously that. But I am sick and tired of seeing one-loss teams get in over some team that, let's say, has a better record. You know, 
Uh, I, I, I'm not interested in all, you know anything for me, anything to get Clemson and Alabama out of there. Anything. In fact, here's what I'm doing. I'm rooting for Auburn and LSU like a mother Pharreller against Alabama in every game they play. I don't care if everyone down there doesn't like me. I don't care if my friends' kids go to school there. I got friends' kids that go to school there. I don't care about your kids. I don't care about your children going there. I don't care. I want them to lose like you have no idea. I'm so sick and tired of the same monotony of the same thing. That's what's wrong with it. That's what's wrong with I, I don't. The governor's always going on his rants about what's wrong with college football. And it takes way too long. It takes way too long to hear what's wrong with the playoff system. There's nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with college football is Alabama and Clemson. <laughs> that's what's wrong with it. Because that, that's all that matters. No one else even matters. No one matters at all. No one. Except those two teams. So you can talk all you want. Do you know what Alabama would do to Cal? I mean, you think Notre Dame's bad. Cal would lose by 50 to both they'd, of them. They'd get crushed. And I think you saw, if you look at over the weekend in the Pac-12, I think it's going to be very hard for any team to get through that unscathed. I agree with you because the schedule is so brutal, it's going to catch up. And to they everyone. play zany Utah, games. They them. play crazy games. And, and there's, I don't see any team going undefeated. All right, there you go. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227. Don't forget, you can listen to the show. Uh, several different ways uh, other than uh, the radio station that you listen to because of various uh, preemptions for play-by-play, whether it's Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, college football, baseball, hockey, basketball, NBA, college. There's a lot of nights that I'm, uh, right, preempted. And so why wouldn't you just listen to all four hours on radio.com? It's fantastic. There's no preemptions. Boom, it's automatic all four hours. Same thing goes for uh, CBS Sports app, SiriusXM app, and Ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio. That works. All of those work. No preemptions. You don't have to play these games with all these schedules that you have to follow with, oh, he's never on because the Dodgers are on or the Pirates are on or the Celtics or the, you know what I mean? It's just constant, um, you know, preemptions because of sports play-by-play, which I understand fully, and I'm locked into that. I get it, but... The answer is simple. Radio.com, CBS Sports app, SiriusXM app, or Ask Alexa. Boom. Problem solved. There you go. You get the whole show. Oh, by the way, we have a podcast that's very highly rated, and it's uh, every night after the show. We, we release it on Twitter and Facebook, right? At Scott Farrell, at On The Bench CBS, and on uh, Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. And it's on uh, what? Uh, it's on CBSSportsRadio.com. It's on everywhere. So we release it every night after the show on Twitter. And then the next day as well, same places. You can get it anywhere. All four hours and no commercials. So it's great. I mean, people love it. And then you can listen to the show on the way to work or whatever. On the way home, you know, one way each way. You get all four hours. You can listen to it. It's easy, too. Without the uh, commercials, you get straight show, no no stopping. And it's uh it's relatively painless. You can drive one way to work, listen to the first couple hours, and same way going home. There you go. And it's a lot faster without the commercials. There's, it's not an hour, you understand? So there you go. Just ways to listen to the show. Very exciting. Don't forget, we're in L.A. this week, Thursday and Friday, doing the show from the Welderweight Championship. Spence Porter order on uh, your cable operator call and get the fight on Fox Pay-Per-View and on the Fox Sports app. So... What do you think of the Kansas story? 
after all the FBI and investigations, they are in all kinds of trouble, it would appear to me. The uh, Kansas has been charged with lack of institutional control, and Bill Self has uh, been, he's received multiple violations, right? He's also under uh, the gun. Uh, the most serious charges leveled uh, against the school and self uh, at NCAA notice of allegations. The Jayhawks are charged with multiple level one violations, the most serious under NCAA rules, as well as uh, allegations related to the school's football program under former coach David uh, Beatty. Uh, under NCAA rules, Kansas officials have 90 days to uh, respond to the charges. And... It is already clear that from an initial review that the university will dispute in detail all of it. Self has guided Kansas to at least a share of 14 straight Big 12 regular season titles, 14 straight, three Final Fours, and a 2008 championship. He was president of the National Association of Basketball Coaches in 2017-2018. Uh, I think he he said all this. By the NCAA's own admission through its public uh, statements earlier this summer, it's no secret there's tremendous pressure on the NCAA to respond to the federal court proceedings involving college basketball. In its haste and attempt to regain control, the enforcement staff has created a false narrative regarding me and our basketball program. The narrative is based on innuendo, half-troops, misimpressions, and mischaracterizations. I will strenuously defend myself and the program, and I will respect the process and will not speak to the details of the case. And we're looking forward to that whole thing and you losing. That's what's going to happen there. Okay, do you really think they're going to get off on all these charges? I'll bet that uh, the penalty be light. By it's going to be light because it's Kansas. The, yeah, because it's Kansas. By the time they can't have one of the blue bloods in trouble. Can't have it. They want to embarrass them, but they're not going to shut them down. No chance. I'll be shocked if it's anything major at all. At, uh, of utmost concern to the NCAA is that Kansas coaching staff's relationship with Adidas and its employees, the sneaker company, was the center of the federal investigation into bribes and other corruption in college basketball. The Jayhawks are the company's flagship program and signed 14-year, $196 million deal and an extension in April to keep going. Uh, anyway, in the closing arguments in a federal cro- uh, trial in New York, uh, a jury, uh, so anyway, an attorney for former uh, Adidas executive James Gatto told a jury that his client approved a $20,000 payment to current Kansas player Silvio Souza's guardian only after Self and his assistants requested the payment. Uh, so there you go. There, there's all kinds of people saying that they pay their players. Okay, not just one, there's several. Um it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And it is just, at the end of the day, they got nothing but problems in Lawrence. So I'm sure they're looking forward to another great basketball season in their 15th straight Big 12 title and a trip to the NCAA Elite Eight at least, right? When don't they matter? They're always in it. Every year they win the Big 12 and they get a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament. That's they all. They never win it all. Well, they did. They have won it all. They won it once. I wish that a couple of those guys in Memphis could make a few more free throws, but they did win it once. But other than that, they're supposed to win every year, and they never do, ever. He's a hell of a coach. You think he's guilty? Or Of course he's guilty. They're all guilty. Everyone's guilty. Every single one of them. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. 
Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. PharrellOnTheBench.com, always striving to be the best, always improving, giving you more. PharrellOnTheBench.com, the site is getting better. Wait till you see October, what we're doing to it. You're going to be blown away. Better picks, better choices, best price. Every sport, every day, everything, baseball, football, college and pro, you name it, boxing, MMA, you get it all. NHL starts next week, then NBA. It's crazy. PharrellOnTheBench.com, sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to do that. So uh, why is this, do you know anything behind why this Derek King kid is redshirting the rest of the season, but he's going to stay at Houston, he's not leaving the program, he's going to come back next year? Uh, He suffered, oh, so last year he suffered a torn meniscus and threw, uh, after tossing 36 touchdowns. Uh, What happened this year? Why why is he sitting out? Is he injured? They suck. So that's why they're doing it? Because he sucks? Basically, they're gonna hold him out. Say, you know what? We're not going anywhere this year. One and three. We're gonna start so he's the rest not of the injured. Year. They're just sitting him down. They're just sitting him down. At first, when it was coming out today, it sounded like people were saying, like especially from his father's quotes, that he was gonna get out of there and go play his senior season, you know, next year elsewhere to try to make himself better. But he came out and said later on that he was staying. So I guess just waiting for the team around him to get better to match his talent. Well, whatever that means. Kevin in the big rig. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell, appreciate you taking my call. I want to talk Cowboys Saints. Right. Uh, and long story short, uh, a special teams touchdown and a fumble return touchdown, uh, those are anomalies, especially for the Saints. They've had one special team touchdown in the past five seasons prior to Sunday, and I believe something like five interception slash fumble return touchdowns in the past five seasons. Right. Uh they can't rely on that with Dallas. I mean, uh, 17 offensive points, that's just not going to cut it, I don't think. I, uh, I'm hoping. Uh, I see something like 27-20, maybe 27-24. Dallas, what do you think? Well, I just think that, uh, you know, it, on the surface it looks like Dallas is a better football team, but uh, underneath it all, they're going there, which is a den of iniquity. I don't believe that it's a you know safe road trip for them, that this is some kind of walk in the park. I think the Saints will give them all they can handle. I think uh, the more Teddy plays, I think the better he's going to get. Uh, we already know the guy can play. Uh, I don't think anyone really doubts him that much that he, that he's a, a decent quarterback. The guy can flat out play, right? And he can definitely sling it. I like him. I don't, you know, I don't think he's a rock star or anything. I think he's just a, you know, a good solid quarterback. So I think he's going to get better and better. And you know, when you have guys like Kamara, anything's possible. Uh, they're going to have to get to Dak Prescott and put him on his ass. That's all I know. If they let that guy run around the pocket and make passes and third down completions and first downs, uh, they're going to have their hands full. But if they can get to him and if they can shut down Elliott, uh, I think that uh, the Saints will be in the game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I don't have any doubt that that's going to be a good game. I I think that game will be as good as the Rams and Browns was uh, last night which was a, um, what was it, 20 to 13? But they had the ball at the four-yard line with a chance to tie it and go to overtime, right? And they, and they you know, stopped them. Uh, I thought their play calling was atrocious, but it is what it is. Uh, look, I thought they played okay, you know, for uh, their first Sunday night primetime game and whatever, it was years and five years or something like that or something like that. All I know is I I didn't think they played badly. I thought they were exciting. I thought their defense was tough. 
I thought they made the Rams work very hard for that win. I think their biggest problem was Cooper Cup, right? The guy was killing him. He had two touchdown catches and killed him. It's no different than this guy tonight. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, you have one guy have three touchdowns receiving, it's game over. You're not losing. So uh, Cooper Cup, two TDs, game over. There you go. But I thought that was a really good game last night, and I think that uh, this game will be uh, equally as good in uh, New Orleans. I guarantee you the Saints are showing up for that game. They're not going to just roll over for the Cowboys. I mean, it's a huge game, and uh, I think it'll be a really good game. In fact, um, you know, I actually think the two biggest games of the week, uh, if you ask me, and and I haven't looked at it yet. I, I have looked at it. I just I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, all I know is, and I'm going to put it up right now, the games that intrigue me the most are the Pats-Bills. I want That's a game I, I think has tremendous potential to be good because the Bills' defense is, is no joke. They're legit. Um, I, I'm worried about Allen against that Pats' defense. Fair enough. So I, if he can overcome his, you know, frailties, I think that he'll – uh, he needs to have a big game against a good team. And, and no one no, like no one believes in him and no one buys into his abilities. I do. I think the kid's got talent. But he needs to do it against a good team to show everyone that, you know, they need to shut up because they all say that he's average at best. But I think uh, Chiefs-Lions is going to be a great game. And I think um, – Vikings-Bears is going to be a really good game, but there's no game, in my opinion, better than the Cowboys and Saints on Sunday night. That's the best game. And obviously that's why it's the Sunday night game. So the uh, AP poll, uh, AP poll, Clemson, Bama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma are the top six. Auburn, seven, Wisconsin, eight. Florida, nine, Notre Dame, ten. Um, I'll be honest with you, I think that top eight is is legit. And, uh, you know, LSU and Auburn have a crack at, at Alabama. That's all I know. And everything else is, I think, you know, the team that has blown my mind how good they've looked is Ohio State. I mean, they are just absolutely just destroying everyone. This kid Fields is lighting it up. I mean, they're putting up numbers that, like, even Haskins didn't do, right? And he broke every record in the Big Ten. He threw for 4,800 yards and 50 touchdowns. And this kid, Fields, is really – that offense is unstoppable right now. And I actually think they look better than LSU, right, and, and Oklahoma. I think Ohio State looks fantastic. So Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU uh, are top five in the coaches' poll. Ohio State, six. Uh, are you willing to go there at all, uh, Carver High, that Ohio State looks better than uh, LSU and Oklahoma, or are you, are you sticking with uh, Oklahoma and LSU? What do you think, Mafia? Are you into Ohio State, Oklahoma, or LSU? Who's better? I think right now I have to go with Ohio State because they are just lighting everybody up. Oklahoma usually does that. They had some good performances, obviously, but I just think when you put that many points up, it's college football. You get extra for style points. Uh, Derek in Seattle. Hey, Matt, this is uh, Derek from uh, Seattle, Washington. I want to say what the Cleveland Browns, what their problem is, it's that O-line. Yeah, I, I, 
that's obvious. He was running for his life last night when it mattered most. That fourth down, they got great pressure on him. When you're when you're running backwards and throwing it, and and you're on fourth and four, and, and you know fourth and goal, and you're running backwards, to, you know to the twenty to throw the ball. You're you know ten out of ten times you're not going to complete that pass because he's no uh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana running backwards is a little different than uh, Baker Mayfield. I know I know Baker Mayfield thinks he's better than Joe Montana, but uh, poor little Baker just doesn't know uh, how far he has to go to ever even be allowed in the same conversation. I know he thinks he's better than everybody. He's just not. How's that taste? For the third straight year, the AL West belongs to the Astros. They clinched over the weekend, and they are badass. But they did lose a couple games to the Angels on Saturday and Sunday, which brought the Yankees back into the home field advantage which conversation is key. this week. And what is the record now? I believe the Yankees are a half game back of them. Our right in that area. One Yankees have 102, and they have 102. But the losses, they have played a different amount of games. They have they? one less loss. The Yankees the Astros. Do? Oh, the Astros. So the Astros play one more game than the Yankees uh, this week. The uh, Your boy Ned Yost uh, retiring on his own terms. He's got a World Series title. Nice with a title and not getting fired. It's a nice way to go out. Right. Bo- Bochi with three and retiring, not getting fired. Most people get fired in baseball, right? Uh, Padres fire Andy Green, as I said. Uh, Tim Anderson of the White Sox. Did you see this story? He wants to, uh, he thinks the game that he grew to love is boring and he wants to fix it. And he wants a heavy dose of, of swag, no matter who it angers. I got to tell you, uh, I couldn't agree with him more. Yeah, I think they need a little more juice. Uh, I'm definitely going to pimp it or do something dope when I know that I got it. That's uh, only right. You don't hit them like that every day. And when I hit it, you can just say that I blacked out from there and emotions took over. He, uh, you know, when he hits home runs, he flips his bat and gets all, you know, cranked up and everything. Uh, But I think he's right. Uh, You got to celebrate those successful moments because it's uh, a failing game. I think that's uh, my reason how I play my game because uh, we're failing most of the time. So when you do hit them, the home runs, and make those dope plays, it's only right that you do – uh, do what you feel at the moment and play with that emotion. And uh, I would agree with him. Baseball has got a real problem with boredom. And, and I mean, people are just bored to death with it. How about this? Tampa's playing for a wild card all week and there's five people at the game. I mean, literally, the Tampa Bay baseball crowd tonight for a team playing for a wild card berth and a postseason berth, and there's like 30 people in the crowd. It's embarrassing. It really is. Uh, Daniel Cormier will not retire just yet. He says he'll fight one man and one man only, one fight and one fight only. He wants Stipe Miocic again for a third time in a trilogy. He doesn't want John Jones. He wants Miocic. Uh, Do you think they'll give him Miocic? Of course. They want to make money. That's the biggest fight they could probably make right now in the heavyweight division. A lot of these other guys have just been beat up by those two. So if you're not going to get Cormier versus Jones, that's the next best thing. Uh, Keith one-time Thurman is going to have surgery. It'll keep him out of the ring until 2020. And um, he had surgery on his left hand to deal with a nagging injury. I feel great. And he won't get back into the ring until 2020. So that was a very violent fight with Pacquiao, and he injured his hand. And I like watching that guy fight. He he brings it. There's no doubt he, he fights, and he shows up. So I'm uh, – I'm looking forward to going to see your boy Spence. Carver, you haven't seen that guy fight, have you, live? I have not. He, he means business, bro. That guy is no joke. Believe me, you. 
he can fight. So uh, you'll, you'll be in for a treat on uh, Saturday night when you see this guy go at it. Believe me, you. And uh, the other guy can fight, too. Porter brings it, so you know he's bringing his lunch pail. There's going to be some violence in that fight. Now Moffie, I'm ready for it. And Mavi's telling me that there's a pool now, so things have changed. The mood is changing by the minute for the trip to Lipstick City, except it's supposed to rain when we're there. Very upset about that. Uh, I see your hockey team's going to play 28 games at the Coliseum now. What, 28 there, 14 at the other one? Yeah, they added seven more. It was supposed to be 21. Yeah, I don't know why they play any at that uh, place in Brooklyn. Nobody does. They don't even want them there. Heat want to uh, trade for Chris Paul. Don't do it. All right, uh, we'll see you tomorrow night at 10. For Carver High and Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.